Well, episode two. Episode two. Three. Kind of. <laughs> well, this is the second time we're sitting down to chat. It's true. Because last time we ended up talking for like, what, three hours? It was a very long time. We only it was so long. But um, <laughs> we ended up having to cut it down. We did. To two episodes. Um, wait, you're in? I'm in Ottawa, Ontario. That is exciting. And you're in? How's it going there? <laughs> you said you're really tired. I'm pretty tired. Um, I'm staying at like a hostel, which mm-hmm. first of all is weird. Um, I'm <laughs> in my 30s, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a private room, but it's in a um, converted jail. <laughs> so Is it spooky? It's a little spooky, but the spookiest part is that my room doesn't have a real door. <laughs> so mm. the outside world is like very much in my room with me. If the and I'm right beside the shower. So if, if things get loud, well, it's that'll be an exciting <laughs> episode. Lots of sound yeah. effects for free. I don't need to edit this totally. whole episode. <laughs> You're going to hear it like this morning at like 7 a.m. I was awoken mm-hmm. by someone singing you ain't nothing but a hound dog <laughs> like really loudly <laughs> so i guess that's my that's song so for today sweet <laughs> <Duly noted>. um <laughs> but anyway it's we're a month ahead now so we are yeah um you're in japan. i'm in japan yeah and that's just a coinkydink because <laughs> i usually am everywhere um but maybe next episode I won't be in Japan. I'll be somewhere else exciting. Um, wait, maybe next episode. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, that's another fun fact that we like don't talk on the phone or anything <laughs> because we want to save, save stories it. for the podcast. So like we haven't talked in like a month now. And the last or time, longer? The last time we talked, it was for an audience. Now, every, yeah, yeah. Now every time we talk, it's... we're so fake. Yeah. <laughs> um, we text, we but text. yeah, we 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 casually text every now and then. Um, <laughs> so, ladies. <laughs> but that's something to look forward to because maybe next next episode will be in the same space recording a podcast i can't even imagine (laughs) that's gonna be sick maybe we should do like a twitch live stream maybe that's exciting oh my goodness with like to two viewers (laughs) (laughs) um i'm in let's do it let's do it okay well you've you've been busy right i yeah Mm, kind of kind of kind of I've been around. It it seems like I should be busy, but it didn't. I didn't feel busy. If that <laughs> makes sense. Go on a whole like Southeast Asia tour. No. Okay. Well, let's let's get into it. Okay. okay so okay. this episode, January twenty nineteen, month mm-hmm. of excitement, um, emotions. Was yeah. it a good month for you? Oh, it was a weird one for me. Was, okay. it, I don't know if I would say if it was good or bad. It was definitely both. <laughs> it was mm. weird. It was I very, know, yeah. Yeah, it's nostalgia heavy and like really. Uh, I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, like a lot of um, like 70s 
<laughs> existential thoughts. <laughs> mm. Well, that's exciting. Say. Yeah, pretty good. So um, I don't know if we'll cover half of the month or oh, yeah. the entire month, but we'll see how it goes. We'll see how and, long we wrap all of Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we could do half and half again. Okay, and- well, okay. January 1st. <laughs> January 1st. What song do you have? Oh boy. Um, I have Slumber Party Let's Go by The Winks. They're another okay, Montreal that band. That sounds like a cool song. <laughs> I realize that I keep referencing Montreal bands and it's like super this, but it keeps happening. <laughs> uh, so there, this one's like pretty old. It's I have, maybe it's older than that. I, mm-hmm. I'm not. Anyway, I just, I am, it, January 1st is my uh, dear friend Christina's birthday, and mm-hmm. uh, so um, I like to, so the last couple of years I've hosted a party, uh, mm-hmm. because it's kind of nicer than going out to like a club for your birthday, you know when mm-hmm. it's like New Year's, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like everyone's just wasted, anyway, so mm-hmm. I always think when I'm hosting a party, this song comes up because there's a line that's like, how to host a party here now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I just, anytime I'm hosting, I end up with this song stuck in my head. And I also used to make a lot of mixtapes with this song on it. So I was like, well, it's a gotcha. perfect, perfect mixtape. That's we'll a good anecdote. That. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my anecdote for the song of January 1st is really stupid um <laughs> it's barbie girl by aqua <laughs> and the reason is you know me in hockey now um <laughs> i was there's this video on youtube where the canucks dudes are they're in like a lip sync battle for oh. some reason in like the stadium or hockey rink or whatever <laughs> And it's so strange. And then um, Ben Hutton, who went to University of Maine, which is like exciting because uh, UMaine represent. I mean, I never went to UMaine, but I lived near there. Um, so he chose the song Barbie Girl by Aqua to <laughs> lip sync to. And it's just a very sweet and wholesome video. And I think he takes his shirt off. I don't remember. But. Uh, <laughs> On, yeah. on the ice? Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> it's super weird. It's I was like I, I was really so confused. You really should. I'll this. show it to you. Our lone defenseman here in the competition, Ben Hutton. Come on up, Ben. I know you can't keep a straight face tonight as hard as you might try. Why have you Why have you selected this song? Um, well, uh, Lauren told me this is Lucas Spies' favorite song, so uh, I chose this one. All right, let's take a look. You know, they're all like jocks, so it's super weird, like how they're made up to be like entertainers, like, yeah. you know, doing a lip sync battle. It's super weird. But weird. I thought it was hilarious, so I put Barbie Girl by Aqua. <laughs> For the first, um, and then second, I had Oxford Comma by Vampire Weekend. Oh, yeah. 
and I think that's the um, nostalgia thing that I had going on. Yeah. Um, I think I was really bummed out <laughs> the like first week of January because yeah. I was bummed out like end of December, I think. Um, but I was listening to that song and I felt really shitty for some reason. Um, but because it like brought back memories of me being like 13 or 12 and listening to that song and be like, whoa, this is the coolest thing ever. I want to do that. (laughs) And then like, you know, that (laughs) kind of like, (laughs) no, but like that genuineness that I felt was kind of like fading away for me and that song reminded me of that and that really upset me if that makes any sense totally yeah so i couldn't listen to the whole song because it was like like physically hurting me i was like ugh. but it was fine it was an emotional moment so i was like you know this is my song um yeah take note you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) when you feel the feelings you gotta pay Mm -hmm. attention (laughs) yeah and then you can be like this is great for the podcast yeah like (laughs) yeah pain Mm -hmm. any kind of extreme emotions yeah real good podcast (laughs) content Mm -hmm. um wait till you hear about my breakdown later (laughs) (laughs) i'm only half joking (laughs) (laughs) Uh, my january 2nd i just it's a song from a movie that I was watching, um, mm-hmm. the Nick Cave song. Nick Cave has got some cool sounds. It's like a mm-hmm. long, kind of weirdo song, but I just really, it like, I kind of was watching the movie like absentmindedly, and then that song kind of woke me up and like, I was like, mm. why is Nick Cave? <laughs> what movie was um, it? It's called Dr. Chance, but it's... Okay like a French it was a French movie but yeah that sounds cool so I guess it's like Dr. Chance <laughs> but <laughs> you have to say it like that too okay. Dr. Chance mm-hmm. um, yeah that's it cool um yeah um okay third I chose <laughs> Super Trooper by ABBA oh. because it's a cool song but it's also annoying I have beef with ABBA to be honest <laughs> Mm-hmm. And that sounds weird. Um, they have six songs, yes, but like lyrically, they're so confusing <laughs> and annoying in yeah. a lot of ways. <laughs> so I oftentimes get frustrated listening to their music. Um, but yeah, they're good. And I think I was in the car, like going to the mall with my family um and i was listening to super trooper um and i was like cool because it i guess it's a song about a musician who's like i saw you in the crowd and i miss you i guess (laughs) but not that i relate to that but i remember feeling like i wished I related to the song. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 
Because <laughs> it's like, I called you last night from Glasgow or something, and I was like, I'm not in Glasgow, I'm at home in Japan, going to a shitty mall. Uh, but I, that sounds cool. So I was kind of like, <laughs> living through the weird lyrics of um, the song, I guess. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I can't, mm-hmm. like, I don't really remember that song, but it's it's that a jam. It is a jam, <laughs> but it's weird. I forget about ABBA, and then I hear ABBA, and I'm like, yeah, okay, I get it. But mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. I'm, yeah, I'm kind of like, I, I don't think I've ever been like, I'm gonna listen to ABBA now. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's always mm-hmm. something else it on. No, yeah, I'm the same. Yeah, but can't deny the jams. <laughs> mm. I like it when songs reference I don't know is that do you like that in general I don't know maybe I shouldn't blanket that statement but like I do kind of like when bands sing about being away from home you know because it's like well yeah you know that that's like the reality (laughs) so it's like oh cool like Mm -hmm. they're feeling emotions while they're (laughs) on tour and stuff like the thing with like ABBA is I think I heard that the lyrics are written from like uh a woman's perspective but a man wrote it and i'm not saying that men can't write from women's perspectives but it just feels well Mm. i'm not like a huge abba fan or anything but from what i can tell from like their hits it feels very it feels kind of disingenuous to me and yeah. like made up in a way because there's some parts that I'm like, oh yeah, that's a good line, but then the next line's like really whack. I'm trying to think <laughs> of like an example, but what's their biggest song? Uh, um, Dancing Queen. Yeah, or, or like Mamma Mia. Oh yeah, Mamma Mia. Okay, wait, I'm gonna <laughs> look up lyrics to Mamma Mia because there's like questionable stuff. I don't get the lyrics to that song. Like, I I don't understand what it's trying to illustrate. Okay, so, the lyrics. Um, I've been cheated by you since you know when, so I made up my mind. It must come to an end. Look at me now, will I ever learn? I don't know how, but I suddenly lose control. There's a fire (laughs) within my soul. Just one look, and I can hear a bell ring. One more look, and I forget everything. Mamma mia, here I go again. My, my, how can I resist you? Mamma Mia doesn't show again. My, my, just how much I've missed you. Like, if you hate him so much. <laughs> no, like, maybe I just don't know. I've never been in that kind of, like, situation. And I've never felt that emotion. And that's why I don't understand. But I hope that you never feel that way. <laughs> Let you, me tell you. Like, do you feel that way? Uh, I've had some really bad yeah okay (laughs) it's like I mean yeah like having a real like like really not digging someone but still kind of like Mm. uh, like not being able to like let them go even though they are shitty (laughs) that's how I mean I get that but like it's so (sighs) I agree I fully agree (laughs) Well, that, and like, the fact that's that it so was stupid. like you should just let him go because he sucks, <laughs> <It>, or whatever. <laughs> it just sounds to me like I sound really 
not the kind of way that I would sound normally when I say this, but it <laughs> very much sounds like a man being like, like, haha, women just, ha, they are stupid and they can't <laughs> resist me, you know? Oh, totally. Yeah. I get that vibe from the song, weirdly. And I, like, I can't really explain it, but listening, like, paying attention to the lyrics, I'm like, I hate the line, like, um, when you go and you slam the door, I think you know that you won't be away too long. You know that I'm not that strong. Just one look and I can hear a bell ring. One more look and I forget everything. Like, Oh, damn. That's true. That is, that's definitely written by a dude. <laughs> See, it's, like, so fucking, like... <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's still a great song, and I still sing it. Like, yeah, but I, it's, yeah, I know. I feel weird things about ABBA. Now that I'm reading, I'm like, I pulled up the lyrics too. I'm like going through. I'm yeah. like, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> it is like weird, but uh, there's my uh, tangent on ABBA. <laughs> uh, you took me, yeah, you took me to another place. I got, yeah, I sure that. did. I got angry. <laughs> So that was the third. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My song for the third is You Got Me Running by Calvin Love. Mm-hmm. Um, guess where he's from? Montreal. Actually, Edmonton, but oh. it was recorded in Montreal. <laughs> That's a fun fact. Yeah. Um, it was recorded. So um, he's from Edmonton, and uh, but he moved to Montreal and he's got like a little studio in his house. But mm-hmm. he. Anyway, I, I didn't actually know that he was involved when I heard this song. It came on Ryan's computer at work. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, damn, this is a big song. Mm-hmm. And then I looked it up and realized that <laughs> it's all uh, tied into Renee. But um, yeah, the, I think he's based out of Edmonton. Anyway, I don't really have a story. I just like really like the song. and I like the cover. Yeah, I like put it on my... Yeah, actually, if you go to his, like, Bandcamp page, it's really, mm-hmm. there's, like, a very long story about, like, behind the album, and I, mm-hmm. I really liked that. Like, I love it when people, like, give me the goods. Like, mm-hmm. I kind of like that. And it's still kind of mysterious, too, but it's, like, I don't know. It's written very, like, I, I, mm-hmm. just very, like, I don't know. I enjoyed it. Cool. So I, rec- I recommend checking out that album. Um, yeah. I don't. Yeah. Speaking of Bandcamp and oh, yeah. Canadian artists, yes. <laughs> um, I met your friend Tom at the oh. Mint Records party. Yeah, Tom Merlin. Yeah, and I listened to his stuff, Tommy, Tommy Tone, Tone. <laughs> yeah. and it's amazing. Yeah. And I got so frustrated. Because it's not on Spotify. And I keep meaning to be like, bro, why is it your shit on Spotify? Um, so I've He's like, going to Japan. Yeah, I know. And I think I'm going to miss him, which is maybe I won't. Maybe I think I might be around in April. I'm not sure. But if I am, then that'd be sick. Because Tommy Tone, <clears throat> Tommy Tone. Bad to the tone, or both. Bad to the tone. Bad to the tone, right? Yeah. It's so, <laughs> such a good album. 
And He's I, really I really good. wanted to put his songs on my playlist for January because I actually just had it on repeat for like most of the before. <laughs> um, but like I downloaded it on YouTube and that's how I listened to it. But okay. I couldn't add it to the playlist because it's not on Spotify and it yeah. angered me. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, check it out because it's really cool. And his video it is, is really, really cool good. too. Oh, yeah, he's very, he's like, if you dig deep, he's, he's been making really cool and wacky art and music mm. for a really long time. And, That's uh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah, but he like he was living in Japan for a while. So mm-hmm. when we when I went to Japan with Jaroner, he was our drummer, and mm-hmm. uh, he he did a bunch of the shows opening for Jaroner like as Tommy Tone. And, oh my god, uh, it was so good. Like he's so such amazing. a good performer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's, it's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm kind recommend. of surprised that he's like not bigger. Well, he just but I feel like that applies super to DIY. Things. I mean, yeah, yeah that makes sense. <laughs> But uh, maybe maybe he'll blow up. I don't know. I, I want him to blow wants. up because like, like I don't know if he wants that. I can't even tell. He's like so so very DIY that I'm like maybe he doesn't. I don't know. Maybe I'm very intrigued. <laughs> but I'll check like Alaska. <laughs> I can totally see his stuff like memeing and then blowing <laughs> yeah. up. So yeah. that's why I was like especially surprised and like intrigued by the whole thing that it like it's a super DIY like small project in Vancouver and yeah it's like amazing yeah totally I'm yeah. so excited to go to Vancouver by the way Yay. I'm just itching to go <laughs> I'm so bored right now oh. I mean I have shit to do but you know. you've got are you going places before then are you no. going back to LA no I'm in Japan oh so you're just in Japan okay yeah in March I guess it's like mid-February mm-hmm Holy shit. <laughs> I can't believe the time. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it's only the seventh. Okay. <laughs> I just yeah. like looked at my computer and I'm like, okay, it's not mid February. <laughs> um right, so. two hours later. So yeah. It was like yeah. a pretty good month, I'd say. <laughs> good good for growth. Mm-hmm. Personal growth. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Got sidetracked yeah. there. Whew. Um wow. <laughs> probably will um, delete all of that or maybe not. i feel like there's some good parts um there are some really good parts in there and yeah you know what i was thinking when you were like talking about reflections on the last one and mm-hmm. like one of the things that i was really stoked on mm-hmm. when we were talking about doing this was like when we were talking about those feelings and like other real you know like we had like that conversation about <laughs> like trading it in like trading in your big giant crowds and tours for like a shitty DIY tour and like mm-hmm. what you're missing versus what I'm missing and mm-hmm. I think that stuff is like super interesting to me yeah, yeah, anyway. yeah. like the different um, types of touring mm-hmm. <laughs> and like the different types of making music and stuff and I like that that idea of like getting into that stuff because it is interesting anyway like yeah it's, it's such a different world <laughs> like yeah um but it's also just music you know <laughs> it, it's yeah funny. I think it's the little niche target that we hit with this podcast talking totally. about that kind of stuff but um 
Maybe I should go on like a DIY tour this year if I'm bored. Damn, you should. I'd you like really to. Should. <laughs> you should, and then you'll be like, damn, this is not what I want at all. <laughs> I mean, at least I'll be like grateful or because I'm going to yeah. be honest. I'm just not grateful for what I have because I don't have any other perspectives to like look at it from. Totally. And I know that makes Maybe. me sound like an, like a total bitch, but I am. And it's just how it is, you know? <laughs> I can't help it. Well, okay. First of all, <laughs> that doesn't make you a bitch. <laughs> um, but I totally see what you're saying. And it's true. It's like, if you don't, I mean, damn, you just turned 19. <laughs> Like, I forget that because you're wise beyond your years. I'm a wise boy. Uh, you are. But, but um, no, but just the idea of, like, and this applies to pretty much any kind of entertainment job, I think. But I feel like musicians and artists and YouTubers and whatnot, they oftentimes feel like they can't really complain or you know talk about the negative aspects of their jobs because right you know they feel like they're just gonna get you know shit for even saying those things uh out loud and feeling those feelings even because people are like you should be grateful of what you have and stuff which i think just perpetuates the whole problem even more because people get into this being like wow, it must be all, like, you know, glamorous and amazing. When it's really not, it's just, (laughs) like, you know, it's tiring and you got to put a lot of work into it and stuff. And I don't know. I wish people talked about that kind of stuff more. And part of me wanting to do this podcast was so that I could, you know, talk about stuff like that because in interviews – the questions are like, oh, what does super organism mean? Like, what was your favorite show? And I want to get into, you know, bigger things and things that actually, you know, that I actually want to talk about and stuff that I think are important. Right. So, yeah. 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 Well, I was, um, I didn't go to it today, but um, there were two. I'm, like, at a music conference mm-hmm. here. That's why I'm in Ottawa. I don't know if I said that before. Mm-hmm. But um, um, so there's a guy who runs a Canadian label called um, Royal Mountain mm-hmm. Records. I don't know if you know them. They they put out, <laughs> they, they released Calpurnia's okay, album gotcha. in Canada. <laughs> and, like, um, yeah, like some, they do a lot of co-releases with, like, cool American mm-hmm. labels. Anyway, um but the, um, the guy who runs it did a panel about mental health and touring and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, he, they just did like a big press release like yesterday or the day before about how he's like, like starting this initiative where like any, any artist on his label um, is eligible for like $1,500 worth of like, like support for mental health that's amazing so it's really good and like yeah it is like it is very important to talk about because it is like yeah it's like 
obviously it's a fun industry in yeah, a lot of ways sure. and there's like a lot of stuff that is like not hard work as far as like sweat and tears go but like also at the same time there is a lot of sweat and tears that go into yeah. it and it's like um that stuff if you're doing it well you don't see mm-hmm. it <laughs> I guess um or you do but you know it's like I feel like the industry doesn't want you to be like yeah I'm bored and bummed out yeah and I hate everything well, I feel <laughs> like, like that whole image yeah. of like musicians being like you know emotional deranged souls kind of still like exist today totally and I yeah that's true to a certain extent I feel like that applies to all artists in general but like that's not a cool image to have I think and I feel like people (laughs) are slowly starting to realize that but um like the industry itself (laughs) like the man behind everything isn't really making awareness of that and I think that's such a big problem so yeah let's let's not do that guys (laughs) because it's not cool (laughs) it's not cool cool. (laughs) people are people are hurt don't 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 make it yeah (laughs) yeah like the tortured artist it's like oh well then you're not a real artist if you're not tortured I hate that idea can we yeah (laughs) it's like um, and like like humans are more exactly (laughs) the idea that you're cool if you like now especially with like the whole um like rappers dying from uh what's it called like the is it coding or yeah yeah yeah, fentanyl like yeah that's fucked up that's so fucked up and you know i feel like we should be talking about that kind of stuff yeah I mean, I'm going to all these like conferences in Canada, mm-hmm. and it's I at these small conferences. Mm-hmm. At the the two that I've gone to recently, there's been panels on mental health. So it's like, I do think that finally it's like starting to become like a thing that people are like, okay, we need to address this. Just like you know, horrible sexism mm-hmm. and like <laughs> like assault. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like all these things that have been going on forever, mm-hmm. but now we're allowed to talk about them so we better Mm -hmm. do it like but it's still just there is a bit of it that feels like it's like oh well we have to because like (laughs) you know like it looks good if Mm. we do it but it's just like being kind of glamorized I feel like and it's really not glamorous and you know people aren't really being honest and that makes me yeah upset because you know that's the kind of stuff I would want to know like to an is- for like an inspiring musician or whatever you're just like Ooh. oh it must be cool to like go around the world and it is cool yeah but also there's all this other stuff that you should be prepared for and because I certainly wasn't prepared for it and I f- was angry uh, genuinely because <laughs> I felt like I've been falsely advertised my whole life. And maybe that's just me being, like, stupid and unaware of things. Because, I don't know, but I feel like that applies to a lot of people. And Totally. Yeah. yeah. And there's a lot of things that you can't really, like, know until you're 
like in the middle mm-hmm. of it, you know, it's like there's so many things that I'm like, what I'm doing it. I'm like, why did I ever think that this was yeah, like, yeah, cool yeah. or good? Like, damn it. Like, <laughs> wow, I'm so mm-hmm. dumb. But like, you know, it's like, it is kind of the thing that like not everyone gets to learn, especially like what mm-hmm. you're going through. Like, that's a whole other level. But yeah, I mean, I would. I would love to bring you on to it and see how it goes. Just not even, like, like, playing. I'd just like to be a spectator. Yeah, I'd sell some merch. Yeah, I would love to do that. Honestly, like, hit me up. I would love to. Because, like, I love the idea. My favorite part about touring is the traveling part, and that's when I feel the most grateful. Like, like being in a van on the way to the airport at 6 in the morning, looking over the city that, like, I barely had any time yeah. to check out is like when I feel the <laughs> yeah. most at peace with what I do. And it's super weird because a lot of people are like, that sounds like the most stressful part, like all the traveling that you have to do. But I genuinely like traveling. I think it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do, yeah. Well, maybe DIY touring is just your thing. Cause I think one of the things um that like once you start to get mm-hmm. bigger that happens is like your time to like hang out in a city or even meet people or anything like do anything outside of like your very heavily studio interviews mm-hmm. and all that stuff and like there's a lot more time to like do that like travel bit mm-hmm. you know like getting getting to and from places but like not not being as stressed about like oh, we have to, like, get here at this time because we have this movie and then we have to go to this other movie and then we have, mm-hmm. you know, like, I mean, that's part of it, too, but, like, it's kind of nice to, like, you get to drive all day mm-hmm. and then you play, like, a pretty chill show <laughs> and then, like, maybe you meet someone who's, like, hey, yeah, you can hang, you can sleep in my house and then you, like, go to some weird stranger's yeah. house and then, <laughs> like, there is something, really, like, that's, I really like that yeah. part of it because, I yeah, it's, like, it's weird to know like the weirdos in every mm-hmm. city. <laughs> like, um, yeah, like because there's like tiny little communities of people making shows happen, like in their basements mm-hmm. and at like weird art spaces. Mm-hmm. And like, I I feel very lucky to have got to like go to a bunch of those in North America. But like, I want to see them mm-hmm. everywhere. <laughs> you know, I'm like I want to find all this. Bits. and even in Japan that was sweet mm-hmm. too but anyway now I'm just missing tour <laughs> <laughs> I'm like <sighs> it's good. Touring is fun. yeah it's also exhausting if you if you're not getting breaks yeah. like yeah I think the, lo- the longest tour I ever did was seven mm-hmm. weeks <laughs> and then I got like four months <laughs> you know it's like usually when I'm going on tour it's like that's the tour and then you go back to life and then maybe I'll go on another one like six to eight mm-hmm. months later it's like a lot of yeah. time off so well that was a it makes it good easier. little chat on touring the long long tangent <laughs> but yeah oh but like yeah. that kind of segues into my January yeah, 4th honestly, not January 4th specifically <laughs> but okay. um but your next song n- not even my next song just like January oh, as a whole just a- because the whole asia tour was so chill overall i had a really good time because 
a i had very low expectations for it um and that always helps because you actually do it and you're like oh that's not as bad as i imagined it in my head um yeah but specifically the japan part of the tour you literally get up at like noon or leave the hotel at like noonish and then get on a bullet train and you don't have to deal with like all the gear and stuff because it's all in a truck like on the way to the next place and you just sit in the train like in the nice like part of the train for like two hours and you get there and then you go to the hotel and then the venues like one of the venues was like under in the same building as a hotel so it was like a two-minute walk or like you just had to get in the elevator and like walk to the venue (laughs) yeah so (laughs) that was like every day and we had like day off no we didn't have a day off actually but it was like really nice and super chill um and it like we had time to like look at stuff and eat food and shit so it was good yeah it was like That's a glimpse really nice. of what the most ideal touring situation would be like. And I knew that it was going to go away really quick, but um, it was <laughs> nice to experience yeah. that at least once and be like, hmm, my job isn't so bad. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so that's that's what happened. Maybe next episode we'll talk about that. Yeah. Uh, Because we're still on song four. Um, So for the fourth, I chose Cool Places by Sparks, uh, featuring Jane Weedlin, I think. That's how you say it. I don't know. Um, Yeah, Sparks is a cool band. Um, I see them in places every now and then. And I think I saw... Um, I follow this really cool Tumblr called Club Devo, I think. And he posts a lot of cool shit there. Um, and I think he posted a video of Sparks performing that song on TV. And it was really cool. And it's a great song, so I just listen to it all day, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jessica from Garbage Stream Family. She sang her uh, her her, D- her alternate DJ name is DJ Sparks Only. <laughs> when she's when, she, when she's in control of the uh, iPod on tour, it's just you just listen to Sparks for that's a amazing. Lot of hours. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> It definitely gets you pumped. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's sweet. That is sweet. What was your um, pick? My song for that day. Well, my pick for that day was Fireworks by The Tragically Hit. Okay. Um, because that was the day we recorded the podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was talking about that general cut performance thing that I did. Mm-hmm. And that was the song that I, that was the song oh, that I covered. Okay. But I also included it because we had that giant conversation about hockey mm-hmm. and one of the lines in the song is, you said you didn't give a fuck about hockey. I never saw someone say that before. That's a great and one. I love that. It's really good. Um, so that was, I, I was like, I gotta put that in there. Someone's gotta hear that song. <laughs> I mean, it's like a like Canadian bar rock 
kind of. I mean, okay. The Canadians are divided on the tragically hip. I think mm-hmm. uh, they're cons- they're like they're like they were a big band in in Canada over the last mm-hmm. I don't know thirty years or so, and uh, they're like they're kind of like I would say like Tom Petty REM type like big in Canada like. Mm-hmm. Um, have you heard of them at all? No, I, don't I assume think so. probably not. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, they're just like a big band, and like half of their songs are like very like bar rocky. But then like a bunch, he the lead singer is like very poetic and like um, I love I love this band, but it's like not it's not super cool to like. <laughs> so anyway, fourth, yeah, fifth. That was his birthday, right? Yeah, it was. Fuck, I forgot. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was my birthday. I think these two days... Wait, fifth. Okay, I had Beautiful Blue Sky by Otz because yeah. <laughs> I think I was editing the previous episode or episodes and <laughs> some great songs in there. Um, and... Yeah, I was just listening to... Okay, if you didn't listen to the previous episode, um, Adrian chose <laughs> what this song, Beautiful Blue Sky, was one of the her picks for December. And actually, the next song, Cold Blood at All Times, was also <laughs> on um, last month's Adrian's uh, playlist or mixtape or whatever. <laughs> so, um... Yeah, there's that, and I think on the 5th, my cousins came over to be like, hey, happy new year, because that's the thing in Japan, um, and my cousin, one of them recently had a child, okay. and so the baby came also, <laughs> and it freaked me out. <laughs> And I yeah. don't know why, but babies, babies. freak me the fuck out. <laughs> like, they scare me. Yeah. And they ca- they it. all kept being like, hey, come on, like, hold the baby. And I was like, I'd really rather yeah. not. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I did hold the baby in the end to not be so offensive. But, uh, yeah, yeah, it was kind of scary. But, you know, the whole song talks about, like, beautiful weather today and stuff and it's kind (laughs) of like chit chatty um yeah and having my like relatives and stuff visiting was (laughs) very much like kind of like the conversations in the song totally how's the church exactly (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. so yeah yeah. (laughs) it's like wow that's weird i've been listening to this song like on repeat for the last few days so that's there, and then Cold Blood at All Times, another great song. I was just being like, <laughs> it has a nostalgic vibe to it, and I love the lyrics in the song. So I think we were going to Tokyo that day or something, and I was just listening it to it in the car on the highway. It's a sweet song. But yeah, two songs. Nice. What are your picks? Well, my two picks for those two days actually basically came from the same day but mm-hmm. I like um my friend Heather moved in 
next door with with Lauren, who I mentioned in the first episode. <laughs> She's back. <laughs> so now I have two two friend neighbors mm-hmm. in one apartment. And uh but Lauren was out of town, so Heather was over there and she was having people over, so she invited me to come hang and I went over and they were doing like they're having like a it was a bit of a throwback like playlist session. So it was like a lot of like R and B and like pop hits from the early two thousands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um and uh I didn't it was I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but like you know when you hang out in like a group of people who are like old friends, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And they all have the same like reference point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like you're like friends with them now, but you didn't know them back then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like they were all just like listening to all these songs that they all were like, Oh yeah, I remember this song and I like didn't know all of them. Mm-hmm. But I was just like, Yeah, these these are sweet. But then um my friend Giles was like what what's one that you like what what's your jam from this era and I was just like for some reason I was thinking of one thing by Amory which was like you know that song damn it's a banger (laughs) anyway uh so I like said that but then someone else like took the iPod or whatever we were listening to it on the computer and like a bunch of other songs played and I just kind of like Blackstone and forgotten whatever and then like an hour or something later all of a sudden the song that I mentioned comes on and I was just like ah yes like (laughs) it's just like it's like such a silly little thing but I just I love it when that happens when you're like oh I forgot that I like said a thing and then it just felt so satisfying when it came on (laughs) it's just it's silly but then so then it's just also great great dance set mm. and then and then we started listening to Solange and so like the next day um my next song is Losing You by Solange which is like the first song of hers that I'd ever heard and it's so good but I was saying that I hadn't really listened to A Seat at the Table yet and it's like you know a very a much celebrated album but I was just like I I tried listening to it when it came out and I didn't like super get into it but like only because I wasn't like in the right mood that day you know? so I was like I put Solana on the playlist so that I would remember to listen to that album gotcha. and it's entirely like give it time because it's like it's a really good album album that deserves time yeah, you yeah, know yeah, yeah. I anyway, remember so really- listening to that album a lot during my well not a lot but I listened to it during senior year I think and specifically I remember I had the best roommate ever her name was Yvonne and I fucking love her and I miss her a lot but we would like hang out every now and then but we wouldn't like we weren't like best friends we were roommates but we were like really good roommates because we would like um like organize like hanging out and stuff and it was so wholesome and one time we like i went to goodwill or something and i found like a puzzle box set thing of like some puppies and flowers and i was like this is so sick and i brought it back and i was like yvonne 
look what I found. Check it out. And then Yvonne was like, hell yeah, let's do this shit. And then we sat down and worked on this puzzle for like a few hours. And I just had a seat at the table on repeat. It was like the most chill things. One of the most chill things I've ever done. And it was great. Um, so shout out to Yvonne. I, she's not listening to this, but um, <laughs> I love you and I miss you a lot. <laughs> okay um my turn two songs uh <laughs> okay in the airplane over the sea neutral milk hotel oh, great song yeah. i chose this one because it's a great song but also during my time off in japan i watched a lot of comedians in cars getting coffee jerry <laughs> and um <laughs> my favorite episode that i watched was the one with stephen colbert and who I have a lot of respect for and I love him and he's a total nerd and um, quite pretentious I'd say but like in a wholesome (laughs) way and there's a part where he's like telling Jerry like how much he loves Neutral Milk Hotel and like (laughs) like saying like telling him the lyrics to the song and Jerry's just sitting there like you're such a nerd <laughs> and it was so funny um but it is a great song um lyrics, so i was like you know yeah cool man i like you <laughs> damn i want to watch that it's one. a good episode. i like <laughs> i have a hard time with that show sometimes i haven't seen it but a lot of it but like <sighs> it's like definitely a good like mindless watch i'd say totally yeah it's very relaxing i think i've always the ones that i've seen are, and it's like they were probably earlier episodes so maybe i Mm -hmm. like maybe it's better now but back then i felt like it was really just like dude comedians just like patting each other on the back telling each other how funny they are and i was like i don't know if i really need to watch i know what you mean but um i like i really haven't seen a lot of them mm. so i recommend but that sounds good the, i want i want to see the stephen colbert one now <laughs> yeah the colbert one's good and the jim carrey one's good and i think oh, wow. the um zach galifianakis one was pretty good too well, okay yeah i haven't seen those but yeah check it out will do <laughs> okay um ooh, that's emotional um <laughs> not oh. really, kind of it's um january 8th birthday song by frankie cosmos uh another great song and i chose this one because the dude in vancouver his birthday is january 8th and like Without fail, ever since we were in, like, middle school, every year we'd be like, happy birthday to each other, because our birthdays are, like, three days apart. And this was, like, the first year in a very long time that we didn't do the happy birthday thing. Um, And so, yeah, I was just thinking about that. And I was like, oh, that kind of sucks, but I'm okay with that. Um, I love it when there's a song that like 
with like that Sumi Waller and that. It's like a comforting, like, <laughs> like good kind of sad that I felt because it wasn't like crippling sadness yeah. that I usually feel. But uh, it was more like <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sad, but I'm like cool with it. Which yeah. is the best kind of sad, I'd say. Mm. It is. It is. What are your picks I, for yeah. the next two days? Um. Yeah. Well, so the seventh, I kind of chose two songs. I did. I I was a bit of a mm-hmm. cheater this month, where some days I just listened to a lot of songs and felt things about them and some days I was like eh. <laughs> so the seventh I listened to your mixtape adventure I guess and I really liked the Jonathan Blue you're Sweet. so cool so that one's on there I really like the strings like that like the swell, yeah. swelly like string section it's so good this music is so um, like orchestral and epic I love it yeah yeah I really liked it I don't really know about it, just that I was That's listening to it. Um, and then the other thing that happened that day, which all the time was in this My next song is called Living Room by Billy Moon. Billy Moon is a Canadian musician from Hamilton, Ontario. Um, I don't know him super well, but I met him um, at Sled Island at Calgary Festival uh, last cool. summer. And uh, they asked Superman to DJ and then uh, at like some weird bar <laughs> and they put our DJ sets together so it was like Billy Moon and Superman. Oh, really well mm-hmm. coordinated. So anyway, I was chatting with them and whatever, I just started following his music because I never actually sang right at the festival, but just his DJ picks were sweet. <laughs> and, um, but anyway, he released a record this year called Punk Songs, and this was like a little single in it. And, um, anyway, the song I really like, but the reason that it came out this day was because he posted <laughs> on Twitter, like, him doing this like interpretive dance along to the opening music from the New York Times Daily podcast. <laughs> it's like very deep yeah. Twitter, uh, but like it like blew up. <laughs> like I think it got like thousands wow. of views and stuff. And like it's just it's really good. And like I've been I like I listen to that podcast like almost every day on mm-hmm. my way to work. So it's like you know, and you just like hear a theme song or something mm-hmm. that you like hear every day and it's like this very specific mm-hmm. thing and now it's like been decontextualized yeah, yeah, yeah. to like this guy doing like this dance it's that so good like I will send I will send you the link it's mm-hmm. quite good <laughs> so mm-hmm. <laughs> okay my song of the eighth is like uh it's called I Pity mm-hmm. the Country by Willie Dunn and uh, it's from a compilation album, actually it's like a album, I think, um, called Native North America. Um, it was uh, compiled by this guy who lives in Vancouver, but he found all these old recordings um, that like hadn't been released and they were they're all by like various like a lot of folk artists from uh who are like indigenous um 
First Nations people and um, Willie Dunn's song, I Pity the Country, is like this really good political, like, folk song. And I just oh, I really like it. And I chose it that day because um, there were a bunch of protests across Canada because um, basically in northern BC, there's like a big pipeline project that's trying to go mm -hmm. through um, it, like sovereign indigenous mm -hmm. land and uh, there's been a camp of like people that have been like blocking the expansion of this oil project for like many years but in recent days well in on that day in particular there was like things have started moving ahead where like the national guard was coming in and like with mm. guns on Whoa. their territory to try and like basically like make them give Canada their mm. oil but it's like it's unceded territory anyway it's like a big political divisive yeah, yeah. issue in Canada but um but that day there were like big protests um and so we were in the office at Mint and like you look down on the street and just like hundreds oh, wow. of people were, came and um yeah and like Victory Square mm -hmm. that park that's outside of the office is where they held the a big like rally so I went down and hung out for the rally part and it was very inspiring and heartwarming and good but um the battle is still going on and things yeah. are getting shitty up there so anyway but that was that was the song for that day um but that yeah that um that album though like I really want to get it it's like a beautiful yeah big big compilation and I think he's working on another one which okay. is really cool so anyway I definitely recommend checking that out just it's like especially if you're in Canada mm -hmm. or America because it's like important to like listen to stories from not mm. the mainstream and like people who've been around yeah, for sure. longer anyway I love how we're, our podcast <laughs> is taking an informative turn very political <laughs> <laughs> like, we're listen. a political podcast now no. and also talk about hockey yeah <laughs> <laughs> we have diverse interests <laughs> yeah <laughs> i love that um okay next song Ooh, next song is i feel like a fad frustrated fuck by the evaporators ah, there you uh, go. <laughs> i was just listening to ripple rock oh, and nice. yeah. just being like oh what a great album <laughs> so very relatable and catchy and amazing nice. so that was my pick and then the next day, I had Dance God Damn It by Sparks. Oh, nice. Again, yeah. <laughs> from the same album. Um, DJ Sparks only. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm taking over. Um, I think it was the day I left to go on tour. Um, and I think it's a very... I love repetitive songs for some reason. Yeah. And Dance Scott Damn It is a very, very repetitive song. And I just had it on repeat uh, 
all day and in the airplane and at the airport and stuff. So yeah, I just put it on there. <laughs> and I was like imagining because I feel the whole song's about like how this guy is like staring at his feet at a party, being like, Come on, like dance. I like why aren't you dancing? <laughs> and I feel that a lot of times, okay. even when I'm like on stage and stuff, I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what to do with my body right now. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it it's a very emotionally significant song for me. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, your turn. My turn. <laughs> um, the next one I have is "Just My Imagination" by The Temptations. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, I don't think I've told you this, but every Wednesday that we're all available, uh, <laughs> me and my friends Allie and Ben watch The Wire together. <laughs> okay. Have you ever seen The Wire? I haven't watched it, but I know it. You know of it, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like infamous. Um, so. When we were we were one day at South by Southwest in 2017, mm-hmm. and the three of us it was like our last day there, and we were all just like taking a breather because it was too much, <laughs> and we like yeah. went to some like dark secluded bar, and we were just chatting about TV, <laughs> and we were all like, yeah, I've never seen fire. Anyway, since then mm-hmm. every Wednesday we go to Ben's house, <laughs> we watch. Um, an episode of Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Wheel of Fortune, then Jeopardy, because it's on like real TV, and then mm-hmm. and puts on the wire. <laughs> so we watch one to two episodes, depending. Mm-hmm. We started calling it TV Club. Anyway, so, so this particular day we had TV Club, and it's coming to an end. We're almost, almost done. But this mm-hmm. particular episode, they were just like sitting in a car. And they were kind of like, these two characters were just like staking out an apartment. So they're just like sitting there for a while. And Mm -hmm. this like beautiful, like the temptations just come on, like on the car radio or whatever. But it's just like, I mean, the show is like very violent. So it's, Mm. it was just like this moment of like peaceful, like eeriness because you know some shit's about to go down. (laughs) But anyway, I felt like the like, beautiful vocals just like were shining through and I was like man I haven't like listened to the temptations in so long so put that on on nice. to remind me that like some beautiful some beautiful sounds <laughs> sweet I love that yeah I love tv club <laughs> yeah me too <laughs> I recently have like I just want to be in one place and have like a group of friends to hang out with totally (laughs) you know yeah that sounds really sad no but but i get i get it like totally yeah um i think 10th i chose this will be our ear by the zombies right great pick for like january i'd say but um i owe this pick to soul in the band because we were in Singapore we played like a pretty good show I think I forgot a lot of the lyrics because <laughs> we hadn't played in so long but like 
it was a really fun show and the crowd was like super enthusiastic and it was good it was a very wholesome time and, <laughs> uh for some reason we had like a giant like bus to like take us to and from the hotel which was really weird <laughs> um but in the bus uh on the way back soul played this will be our year by the zombies and you know because i was telling him about the podcast and stuff and he was like that's super cool man and all this stuff and um yeah he just kind of played it and he was singing along to it like not emotionally but he was like yeah this will be our year and i was like yeah this will be our year let's do it man and I just felt like good in that moment. Yeah. So but that was my pick. Um <laughs> and then the next day I chose Okay, I'm gonna do two more songs. Yeah. Because they're kinda like lumped it to- together. But um <laughs> the next day I chose Out of Gas by Modest Mouse. Oh. <laughs> which I love. It's such a good song. Nostalgia factor just blew through the <laughs> for me. <laughs> um, yeah, I listened to that album a lot, and I. It's kind of like a sad song, I guess. I don't know. Um, but I think I was listening to it on the plane. Like the first half of January, I just felt so like in a daze and confused and like kind of stressed out and I couldn't really figure out why and to me that song represented that feeling of being like I don't know like I'm out of gas and I'm just like fucking tired you know and yeah and it's also a very repetitive song so I just had it on repeat like with that feeling of like confusion like glooming over my head um on the plane and then the next day was a bit of a monumental day for me because um so I had to finish my college application right for like and I've been working on it for like months at this point and I missed the first deadline which is January 1st for most schools but um so it's like oh I missed the deadline that sucks and that's all my fault (laughs) um (laughs) And I didn't know what to write about. And that was also stressing me out. Um, And so I don't know why, but I decided to like take out my notebook and write down in big letters, um, I burnt out. And then that made me feel really good and like motivated and inspired and stuff. And out of nowhere like I just sat down and wrote the entire essay in like two hours like I completely started fresh and like wrote this essay and it felt good and I was just like yes I can finally like start fresh and start thinking about like new ideas and like you know not be so fucking stressed out all the time um yeah and so for that day I chose no waves by Bidlar because they're a good band and I think I started listening to them because I saw somewhere that they came out with a new song recently and I just kind of like went back through their 
discography and I just love that song, No Waves. It's so good. Um, it's very like fast and punky and just like, I don't give a fuck kind of vibe. So it was very fitting. But yeah. What are your picks? I was, it looks like I was getting angsty at this point. So. Okay. <laughs> Some stuff must have been going on. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> definitely mid month, I started to lose it a little bit. Um, I think this I is just, like a good like point to maybe end the episode on. I feel like, yeah, or like with your next choice because yeah. you start getting angsty. Yeah, I start being like, life isn't that bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like life's the worst, man. <laughs> <laughs> We switched. <laughs> actually, that is actually probably true because I <laughs> mid month I started to really go downhill, um, and then okay. I came back up. I think. I think. Cool. <laughs> Still Good. not sure. It's only February seventh. <laughs> mm-hmm. okay. um, uh, the next song that I chose is called "It's Different for Girls" of Montreal. Mm-hmm. Um, I just like I had a day. I had a day where I was like the only non-man involved in a decision-making process and mm-hmm. it really upset me there were just like so many things that happened that just like got overlooked and like weren't even considered um mm-hmm. that were like questionable and mm-hmm. upsetting and anyway I just got real angsty about it and it sat with me for a few days but I think because, like, I think you had an open Montreal song in your December too. Yeah, and I like, hadn't really listened to them much in a while, but I was thinking about them again. And this song actually came to me, it popped up on like a, I think I was like listening to songs and it just was, you know, when Spotify just like plays you stuff mm. like, yeah, and this came on and I was like, yeah, <laughs> and it's like, I mean, obviously, well not obviously, but like, there are some it's like a lot of like very specifically gendered language in the song which like I would like to clarify that I I think that gender is a construct and that it's you know whatever but (laughs) this is the political episode um (laughs) I just want to be clear that um I don't necessarily agree with everything that He's saying, but obviously Montreal is a very kind of like tongue and cheek kind of band too. So mm-hmm. anyway, the song like goes on like listing like different things, but there's like one line that's like, it's different for girls. They're not expected to fight. They're expected to sit and take some lesser man's shit, though it don't feel right. And I was just like, hell yeah. <laughs> and I just, I don't know. I have, I've like, I'm in my thirties and I'm like, I still struggle with like, speaking up when I'm like Mm. when I think something is wrong because I don't want to like step on toes you know and it's like Mm -hmm. I also feel like there's like bitch stigma which like I've I've come to feel like okay I can embrace that (laughs) yeah it's taken a long it's taken a long time for me to feel that way and then like Mm. just the song very much like it hit me that day because I was feeling angsty about it and I was just like it's true like it sucks (laughs) it's just like it's different like when I have a 
dissenting opinion, I feel like it's taken in a different way because I'm the only um, dude around. So, hmm. and but you know, it's not actually that bad, and it was taken seriously and it was dealt with. And but you know, it's just hmm. like for for me to have those feelings versus like the people that I was talking to like for them it's nothing you know like they're just like oh okay sure we'll just deal with it but like for me it's like ah this like there's like so many like emotional things that go into even like saying it out loud like I don't know Mm -hmm. anyway no yeah I feel you yeah I 100% feel you so that was that was that song for that day because I was just like damn I wish that it I didn't and it's not like I'm mad about the way that other people, it's like, it's definitely me being mad about the way that I've been <laughs> socialized mm-hmm. to like feel the emotional about just saying something that's like not just going along with everyone, which is so stupid. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, like, yeah, I, it's, I don't know if it's like a gender thing or if it's just me being neurotic and like, um, crazy but (laughs) i definitely feel you like yeah it's fucking like hard to say even like the simplest of things sometimes um and what i've noticed when i'm like smoking weed is that like that awkwardness that i usually have with people it's still there but i'm like not ashamed of it because what ends up happening to me a lot of the times when I'm like socializing is that I like try way too hard or I start to like feel guilty about how awkward I'm being and stuff um which makes the situation way worse uh for everyone involved and (laughs) I realize that when I'm like stoned and I'm meeting new people I'm still like that but I'm like okay with being awkward I'm just like smiling like yeah that's cool and like not (laughs) saying anything like to follow up um which I thought was pretty funny uh but yeah there you go um totally I realized like there's not even wait no you go sorry oh well I was just gonna say like it isn't always gendered either but the song, mm. the song contextualized yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Pretty, I gotcha. which is why I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, it totally isn't. And obviously it's like, that's not, yeah. <laughs> I get you. Yeah, really, yeah, totally. really want to make sure that it like, <laughs> doesn't mm-hmm. sound like I'm like, everyone sucks. You know, because um, that's, no, yeah. it's chill. Yeah. Cool. Well, that was an episode. It was an hour and forty two minutes. That's not bad at all. We took a bite out of that one though. We did, yeah. <laughs> Whatever um, that means. <laughs> okay, well yeah. we'll we'll organize when to record next episode. Totally. And yeah, just stay tuned for the exciting conclusion of how Adrian gets angsty and I'm <laughs> like life's not bad. <laughs> I'm excited. I hope that you balance me out. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Well. That's it. Wait, no. Maybe I should say something to end it. Okay. I don't know what to say. Um. Um.
did you learn? Maybe. Did you learn anything? Maybe. Did I learn anything? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, did you learn it? Ooh, like, maybe we can get Andrew to close the podcast. Yeah. We could do say that, something sure. like really cool and fun and British. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> no pressure, Andrew. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Bye. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) Bye.